It is no secret that big pharmaceutical companies profit in the billions from prescription medications. According to Statista.com, which collects studies from over 18,000 sources, global pharmaceutical profits are in the excess of $1.1 trillion worldwide in 2016. Compare that to 2001, where the total was $390 billion. That's an increase of $700 billion of profit in 15 years. One would think that this is a good thing. These companies must really be helping people with diseases and ailments. The world should be a better place. Diseases and cancer should be decreasing with all these advancements in medicine and healthcare. However, the truth is quite the opposite. It doesn't take much research to realize that almost every disease out there is increasing every year. Billions of dollars are donated to disease research to find cures every year, yet we see nothing. The only thing that happens is new patentable drugs are developed, marketed, and sold to people who hope that this new medicine will cure them. It all comes down to one thing, profit. These giant mega corporations only care about their bottom line and healthy people don't make money. It is a disgusting thought, but one that everyone needs to realize. But has it always been this way? Do you ever question why there is no talk about preventative medicine? Or why doctors are not taught anything about nutrition in medical school? Has a slimy group of companies hijacked modern medicine to only turn profits and never truly cure a disease? It doesn't take much digging to realize that in the early 1900s, some very interesting events took place that changed the medical industry forever. Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing Case File 59, Big Pharma. Yeah. Third time I'm Braden. I'm Zell. Andrew. And we're back. Oh, not a bad intro for the fourth fucking time we did it. Not full disclosure, we've been having some technical issues in the studio here. I it's upgra- been a bad week and a half. I upgraded some stuff, and then everything got fucked up, and I spent a lot of time fixing it. But now it's working. But so we got two screens now, so it's pretty sure. Yeah, we got two screens in the in the studio, so looks fucking good. It looks, it looks cool if nothing else. Yeah, for sure. Remember, remember when, uh, remember when uh, Chop sprained his wrist, and we were calling him two sprains. Yeah, that was hilarious. Now that just when you said two screens, that's what reminded me of that. Two screens. Two screens. I don't remember that, but no one else knows Chop, oh, but that's fine. It doesn't matter. He that he's a friend of ours who his name would change wherever he worked. I called him El Dorado for a while, but Chop really stuck. Yeah, I'd not, I no, the only thing that stuck with him was Chop. Nobody else called him anything else other than Chop. I called him El Dorado for a while. Yeah, it didn't stick. He tried. It just no. didn't have the same ring. Um, well, are we going to announce this right away here, Zell? We, we got to do it. We got some big news. Breaking news. Big news. Yeah, we need a new theme song for big news. Big news. Yeah. We're, uh, we're packing our bags, boarding a plane, and we're going to California June 14th to 16th for Alien Con. Well, that's going to be fun. It's going to be a me, me, Andrew, and Braden, me, Andrew, and Braden, we're going down. Dan, Dan might come Maybe still. Maybe Dan. Yeah, cool. He's on the fence. He might, he might be stateside, and if he is, he's going to try to make it. Um, so if you were humming and hawing and thinking about going to this uh, event in Pasadena, California, you definitely should because uh, we're your boys are going to be there. And we're not going to be there in any kind of capacity working or no, no, we're getting. We're just there as dicked. we're fa- we're there as fans of AlienCon. Yeah, we're getting drunk. Yeah, we're we're having a good time. Yeah, drunk. We're gonna be rocking out to Rocket. 
Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, Herbie yeah. Hancock. Silver suits. Shit, yeah. Yeah, what we want to do is just get a. Cause, yeah, we're going as fans. It's a normal ticket. So just whoever's there, let's get like a big mob of us and we'll just mob Alien Con. Shit, yeah. It's going to be awesome. Um, it's going to be such a good time. Oh, I can't wait. Like, regardless uh, of. Uh, I've heard, you know, obviously, every, every festival has positive and negative reviews, but whatever happens there is going to be a good time. It's going to be great. We're going to get a picture taken with Giorgio Suclos. Maybe we'll get him on the podcast. Shit, yeah. Oh, that'd be hilarious. That'd be so funny. It better be good because it's gonna. It means I'm getting my ass back on a plane, and I fucking hate that. Yeah, it's okay. Oh, I'll give man. you. I'll give you some weed gummies. It'll be fine. You're gonna have to be subjected to me being a huge vegetarian. I'm gonna drug you. Oh, you better. I'll fucking drug you. I did last time. I brought fucking injectable gravel when I went with Braden. <laughs> fucking got myself hopped up. Just can't go on a plane, eh? I hate it. I'm not fucking. I'm like that East Indian guy on that video. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. <laughs> it fucking. is. Anytime the plane would shake, he'd be like, "Oh God, oh God, is that normal?" Is that normal? Ooh. The wing's shaking. Is that normal? There's something on the wing. <laughs> that was fucking terrifying. I hate flying. <laughs> How does anybody like flying? I don't get it. I don't think no one likes flying, but people just tolerate flying because, well. Any know. little thing goes wrong, you're fucked. Game over. It's been real. You know what I'll never do? Malaysia Airlines. I'll never applaud landing. See ya. Malaysia Airlines. What'd you say, Brain? Never applaud a landing. <laughs> never. Never <laughs> applaud? It's your job. I've been on a couple. I've been on a couple planes where they landed and then people applauded, but I wasn't impressed. No, because what happens? What I thought, what I think when the plane's like it's about to go down, like oh the pilot's fucking up. So like when he puts it down, he's like, well he barely made it. Why do I got to give him a props? Like we should, he should get fucking. And why do I applaud you? We don't apply normal people for completing their jobs properly. You didn't kill us. Yeah, Thank you very much. You did your job. Congrats, motherfucker. I'm not impressed. And just on the side of the road, narcanning some opioid <laughs> overdose, and he wakes up. So true, true story. We were, we went for a fainting call, um, and it was at a golf course and it's late at night. So whatever, don't think anything of it. They're like, Oh, it's in the dining room. So we fucking rip in, in the dining room. And I guess it's one of those like ladies nights, golf nights. And there's fucking like a hundred people there. Everybody's sitting and there was like at the wards night. So everybody's sitting and there's this lady passed out and whatever, start an IV, pick the lady up, put her on the bed. And like every single person in that fucking like conference center whatever stand up and just like a round of applause it was the most awkward thing i've ever been like, like i'm thanks like, guys yeah thanks yeah bye like looking <laughs> at the ground like get the fuck out of here it was oh, weird cold. yeah it was really weird anyways yeah that's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fucking blast so if Alien i think on june 14th to 16th pasadena california we're gonna be there just on the 14th and 15th though at the festival yeah, That's but a, we're going to be there early. We're going to be partying in Pasadena. Oh, yeah, we'll be there. So if you're around that area or you're going there, let us know. Twitter, Facebook, email, anywhere. We're going to wear some funny uh, We're gonna wear some funny costumes. There may or may not be some swag that we'll bring down with us. We'll see. And fucking tell us some cool shit to do in Pasadena if you live there. Yeah, if someone I'd lives near Pasadena, cool. well, there's, tell us where the cool watering holes are. We haven't, uh, we haven't found a place to stay yet, so if you have like an extra rental place or something, oh, yeah, let us rad. know. Well, uh, we'll pay you a little bit, as much as we can. All we right. We don't have much. Braden, what do you want to do? Some space news or? Um, well, I think we have a new segment today. Oh, we do? Andrew? Oh, you mean Andrew's News. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew's uh, News. I've got no, well, no, I just was on the way here and I heard this. If, like, you, if you say one fucking thing about Aurora, I'm, I'm not. Ter- fuck I'm, that. I'd rather stab <laughs> my fucking eyes out with a pen than talk about Aurora's. Aurora's. No, never. No, I was just going to tell the boys before the podcast started and we decided to keep it for the podcast. But you guys hear about that 
new serial killer that they caught in Toronto? No. So is this there's this guy. They've they've so far they've got they know for sure of three victims. And this is sixty six year old guy that's been hunting uh, gay dudes out in the gay village in Toronto. Okay, and they put out like a public wide fucking. Uh, uh, like conference to all the people because this guy was a landscaper and they're like if this guy's ever worked on your fucking lawns done any landscaping for you Let you need know. to you need to tell us because this guy's been burying his bodies in their his customers fucking yards oh what a isn't great that, mo isn't that fucking crazy like genius that's crazy it's fucking unreal it's like something you'd see in the movies fuck yeah Right? And it's crazy too because this is like Toronto's third serial killer of all time. You know what I mean? Like, we don't get this shit around here. We got Ron Pond on the fucking, on the job. So. He knocks everything down. Yeah, we don't really get much of that. Oh, but yeah, that, that pretty much concludes fucking Andrew's nudes. <laughs> well, I didn't really have, I wasn't going to say anything about this, but now that you said Toronto, did you hear about that billionaire couple who was Yo, murdered? Dude, yeah. crazy. Not just fucking murdered, like professional Professionally hit. hit. Did you, you know how it was done? No, they're strangled or something, right? They're both hung by belts from their fucking pool. Like they're like a railing that goes into their pool. The pool is emptied out. They hung them from the railing into the pool. Professional hit. Buddy and his wife. And it was something to do with like a, it was like a fraudster or something. Well, Insurance fraud or something. And then they were going multi- to court and then the guy, I guess, hired a killer and killed him before yeah, he went to court. Well, they're billionaires. Shit. Yeah. Right? The guy's a billionaire. He wasn't he in the pharmaceutical company. Yeah, he's he a was big. A, this guy's a big oh, pharma. Oh shit! I didn't have it pulled up because I totally forgot about it. What yeah. was it? He had a company. I don't know what his company was. He was he, generic fucking. I gotta look it up. No, it wasn't Pfizer. Pfizer's Canadian, isn't it? Uh, Apple. Mm. He was CPO CEO of Apotex. Oh, Apotex. Apotex. Yeah. Anyways, multi-billion-dollar big pharma corporation. Fuck. Selling overpriced it's, drugs. Nobody's safe. It's crazy to me that right away it wasn't called a homicide, and it. And it wasn't until like private eyes put pressure and were like 100% murder, 100%. But you see that the RCMP reopened and they're like, or the Toronto police was like, well, we'll upgrade it to suspicious. And then when they got more pressure, they're like, yeah, they were murdered. Well, it's the thing I don't know. Okay. So I can see where they're kind of, they were kind of confused too, because in my mind, if you if you're getting paid to kill somebody, you go in fucking real quick, pop pop. You know what I mean? Shoot him in the sleep, get the fuck out, easy. Two in the chest, one in the head. No, he made a point. Like he sent a message, killing these people. You know what I mean? Like you got it. That's a. It's fucking, like a fucking mob head. Yeah, you went out of your way to fucking hang these guys by his own belt. You know what I mean? It, like that's ah, crazy. Well, I think some of what it was is they were actually strangled beforehand. Yeah, and then, they, they were hung post mortem. Yeah, and then they were strung up to like as like. A totem. Fucking crazy, man. That's nuts. Like that's a, that just tied in well. I totally forgot that he, yeah, he, he was, was big pharma. Big yeah. pharma. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. Is that karma coming back? I don't, maybe. What, oh, you imagine? What, what was he selling? It's the fucking vegans coming back. This guy's probably selling Oxycontin or some shit. Oh, I'm fucking... Killing oh, people he's got left, his hands Killing people left and right. It's probably important all that fentanyl. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he... Yeah, maybe it was. Crazy. Um... Well, before we start getting into Big Pharma, we got two more things to take care of. One of which, Space News! Yeah! Um, what you got? So, Rocket Lab, um, a New Zealand-based private spaceflight company, they launched uh, an electron rocket and it released three commercial satellites and an art installation uh, called the Humanity Star. 
the satellite, a highly reflect- reflective 65 faced ball crafted of carbon fiber, will orbit the Earth for nine months. Um, in the skies, you can see it, and it'll look like a bright, flashing shooting star for the next nine months. Cool. Cool. Very cool. I just thought that was cool. That is cool. cool. Like a man made star for the next nine months that travels. Right on. Okay, I got one here. Um, let's hear yours. SpaceX is at it again. Just a couple of weeks ago, they tested their Falcon 9 heavy rocket, and everything was test firing well, and it's been planned to launch into space February 6th, the biggest rocket to go into space since the Saturn Vs, the, the ones who took the guys to the moon. Cool. Or to low Earth or- orbit, depending on what facts you've been convinced by. On which alien theorist you talk to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, biggest rocket to go in regardless like to leave earth's atmosphere at least to low earth orbit or beyond in about 50 years so it's fucking pretty cool this is the one that's going to take them to mars isn't it i don't know i don't know i think it's gonna be a combination of these they're gonna like launch some into space extra fuel like stops along the way then launch this rocket and then pick up fuel along the way to mars and then on the way back just to get back we should message elon musk he seems crazy enough that he would come on our podcast he, he loves twitter yeah, that's what I was saying. Maybe you should send him a couple of minutes to be like, hey, come on, we like what you do. Come talk, let's let's talk about like how about this? We should have everyone, him on and try to talk about the like his vision of what Mars like Mars in 30 years. Everyone should just tweet Elon Musk and be like, get on Alien Theorist Theorize and talk about simulation theory in Mars. Let's go. What do you gotta lose? I'm sure he's got tons of spare time. He's always yeah. tweeting. He's got 20 minutes. He come on for 20 minutes. Yeah. Let's say what's up. Yeah. What's up, Elon? Let's start, hey yeah, let's start cool. lower. Let's try and get Tom DeLong or some shit. <laughs> I think that's attainable. Hey, if anyone's Oh, got, you know what? The, probably that's probably attainable. I think totally. fucking he'd nuts. come on. He'd come on. Yeah. Why don't hey, we try? I'm not obviously we're skeptical about Tom DeLong and To the Stars Academy. But what if? What if I watch the here's the issue. If we had to, I watched an interview with Joe Rogan after the Tom DeLong one, mm-hmm. and he was like, Joe Rogan was like we couldn't press him because he had he had so many ground rules to even come on the show. Right. So they, uh, they couldn't ask him certain questions or like talk about certain things. That's kind of shit. I'm like, well, it's like, well, I'm not, fuck that. Yeah, that's lame. So um, maybe he has those things. Maybe he is fucking, maybe he's being, he's pawned by some higher strings. They're just trying to give a little, a little breath of disclosure. That's what people are hoping Marvel, for. He's a fucking washed up rock star that's got fucking nothing going for him. So he's this guy's got people. millions of dollars. It's not washed up. He never, he, what do you mean he's not washed up? I'm talking about his music career. His music career is definitely washed up. Um, Guaranteed Tom Kalong comes back with some fucking project that makes a million bucks. That would be shit though. It's not good. Tom DeLong's never been a good guitar player. Let's all get that straight. Guys in Blink-22 are not uh, excellent I'll concur. musicians. I'll, well, Travis Barker can play the fucking drums. He's a great, he's a great drummer. Yeah. He's the best musician of the group. I agree. But gu- guitar wise... Those guys are like nothing, nothing, nothing. People who play guitar for like six months can play a Blink-182 song. <laughs> okay? It's usually three chords. Maybe there's a little melody. But anyways, Tom DeLonge, let's get him on the podcast too. Him and Elon Musk. Yeah. That's the, that's the goal. Oh, 2018. I'm I'm done with Space News. Let's get on to the... Wait, no, I got one more quick Space oh, News. Oh, oh, I got one oh, more yeah, quick one. Whoa. Just because yeah. this is a quick one because we've, we've talked about it before. The National Space Defense Center moved to full-time status. I don't even know, really like, know what that like means. This jobs, is a good headline. Like they're no more part time. They got. They hired that guy. They hired a guy. The Earth Defender. Yeah, one, there's one Earth Defender. He's floating. Oh, out, he's fuck flo- yeah. yeah! There's floating out in space, guarding if, satellites. If he's if if his name tag doesn't say fucking Captain Planet, 
No, it's they're doing buddy, something wrong. It's going to say Buzz Lightyear for sure. Hundred <laughs> percent. No, what that means is it's, it's running twenty four seven now. That's crazy. The space defense, dude. Did, I was just wondering what happened with that position. Yeah, That's it, this wild. is this is fresh news just uh, tw- today. Wow, cool. So yeah, it's uh, now running twenty four seven. So there's always someone guarding space. Twenty twenty four seven. Guardians of the Galaxy. I like yeah. it. All right, that's it for Space News, though. That's for me. That's um, UFO Case File of the Week. Um, I'm going to... Uh, I've got the X2 all lubed up, ready to go. Yeah, grease it up. And I'm going to uh, push the button right now. And stop. Okay, Wow. It works so good. <laughs> yeah. All right. So good. Um, it, it's a little smoky this time. Uh, is it breaking cool. down already? Oh man, this is a this is a fucking long one. You guys are gonna listen to me struggle through this one. <sighs> How many beers in? All right. Are you, are you no beers? No beers. No beers. Okay, should, should be okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Clara Elizabeth. It was on the twenty seventh of December, nineteen fifty four that Elizabeth Clare had her first close encounter, but she had had two prior involvements with UFOs. In October 1917, she and her sister had watched a meteorite seemingly about to collide with Earth, but being deflected by the power of a metallic object which came in near to the meteorite, apparently protecting the planet. In 1937, while flying from Durban to Baragwanath. Baragwanath? Yeah, sure. Is that on Earth? Elizabeth Elizabeth (laughs) Clare watched as a blue-white light streaked towards her plane. When it leveled out and paced the aircraft, she could see that it was a circular object, changing from blue-white to gold and eventually to red. Sure, (laughs) blue-white to gold. What was that dress that was out (laughs) that everyone was like, is it blue or is it gold? It was like the news article of the year. Yeah. Uh, Shortly after this, the craft shot high above the aircraft and disappeared. At 10 a.m. in the morning of December 27th, 1954, Elizabeth Clare was drawn out of her farmhouse in the foothills of Drakensburg in South Africa by a commotion from the farmhands. Elizabeth ran to the hill on which she had had her had her sighting in 1917 and saw a brilliant flash of light in the clouds above her. An enormous saucer-shaped craft, some 50 feet wide, descended towards her. The object stopped 12 feet above the ground, hovering near her, and although she was afraid, she resisted the temptation to run. The The whole of the ship was flat and rotating around a squat dome. Three portholes faced her, and in one of them, she could see a humanoid looking out. He seemed to view her nonchalantly while she was attracted to his good looks. <laughs> was he Italian? Was he an Italian entity? He's, like, he's just looking out and she's like, ooh, ooh. Shit. Uh, no, no interaction took place and the craft took off. In April 1956, Elizabeth had a compulsion to return to the farm and to her flying saucer hill. When she reached it, the spacecraft was resting on top as if waiting for her. Oh, this shit. time, the humanoid was outside the craft. He was tall, 
with a deeply lined face and clear gray eyes, high prominent cheekbones, and white hair. He wore a one-piece cream-colored suit. Ooh, that's new. As he took Elizabeth's hand, he said, Not afraid this time? (laughs) Is that half Yoda? A little bit. (laughs) And she felt she trusted him. Elizabeth allowed herself to be taken aboard the saucer, which took off, giving her a view of Earth from a thousand miles above. Why is it? The saucer. Totally when you're describing this guy, fucking uh, Ted Danson just popped into my head. I can't. Like, just exactly the way you described him. It's Ted fucking Danson. See, I was thinking Will Ferrell from... uh, What's that? What's that show he was in? Where the baseball pitcher? <laughs> it, man, I just show me a picture yourself, of Ted Danson. Yeah, Google yourself a picture of Ted Danson. Uh, I'm, not sure what, being, I'm not sure what movie that is though. With Will Ferrell when he's, he's a like, baseball player. Ma, 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 oh, ma, Harry Carey. Harry Carey. No, no, no. It's the baseball. What's uh, Kenny? Um, oh, you're thinking I'm basketball? Fucking, in, fucking out. Oh, Kenny no. Powers, where he's the sale, car Kenny salesman. Powers. Yeah, and he's uh, like, yeah, yeah. Plums. I feel the moisture. In my yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um. The saucer took Elizabeth to the mothership, which was peopled by many like Akon, Akon, the Akon. name of her contact. Oh, shit. She was also shown pictures of the alien's home planet known as Meton. The people there are apparently vegetarians. There is no politics and no money, no arguments or war and no disease. Must be no women. Am I right? Hey. <laughs> They can travel anywhere in our galaxy, but cannot move between galaxies. Akon's main reason for his meeting was to recruit Elizabeth for a breeding experiment. I was right. (laughs) But his approach was with love and compassion rather than clinical or aggressive approaches of most such contacts. In In this case, Elizabeth fell in love with Akon, became pregnant by him and spent the last four months of her pregnancy up to and including the birth of her son on Akon's home planet, where the child now lives with his father. Elizabeth Clara has written her own story in her book, Beyond the Light Barrier. Interesting. That's it. So it's a story of a girl, seen a craft, and had sex with an alien. That looks like Ted Danson. That looks like Ted Danson. She she had sex with Ted Danson in an Akon costume. Wow. Wow. She really uh, hit the jackpot there. Kind of sounds like uh, Star-Lord's fucking uh, origin <laughs> story, hey? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Right? Except in that story, his mom was dying of cancer. Yeah, feels. Huh. Well, that was pretty... I, no, no, I tuned out for about five minutes of that. I was so listening. I just, it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was, it was just uh, It was just a story. Yeah. Story. With Elizabeth and, Claire, fucking aliens. Fucking aliens. Yeah. Come on now. So I guess this alien must be pretty much human then if she can impregnate her. I guess. Yeah. Maybe he's the progenitor race. Progenitor. The start, the, the race that seeded Earth. Oh, like maybe. the Prometheus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Maybe he's from planet Krypton. Maybe. Or was from planet. Well, I know because he can't because he went back to planet Krypton. Right. All right. Anyways. Let's get to the task at hand here. Do you think, do you think Superman could impregnate Lois? Like no, realistically, no. Or do you think he'd shoot no, a fucking it, his, his ejaculate right would be like a shotgun? Yeah, like right through her fucking head. Yeah, like straight from vagine through head. Yeah, dead. Yeah, not all good. But yeah. could he control it? Like if he pinched, 
I don't. Huh? Yeah, he's Superman, but still, I don't fuck. That's man. I don't think any man could do that. No, I don't think so either. Anyways, hmm. all right, that was good. Big pharma. Big pharma. Drugs are bad. Okay. 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 No drugs, uh, drugs, drugs. Some are good. Uh, some are bad. No, it's uh. Don't you put it in, in your mouth. mouth. Don't, don't you put, put it in, in your mouth. mouth. Till you ask somebody you love. Till you ask somebody you love. Because you don't know where it's been. You could be. Because you don't know where it's been. Because you don't know where it's been. Oh, maybe. Um, yeah, because you don't know where it's been until you ask someone you love. Until you, you ask, ask someone, someone you love, love, you could get sick. Something like that. Ick. Real quick. Ick. <laughs> right? Yeah, it was, like a, it was like a puppet commercial, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, with the blue fucking blue, like, look like Grover kind of. What was it about, though? Just like, Not putting shit in your mouth. Just germs? Yeah, don't just put like shit in your sh- mouth. A commercial for little kids? Yeah. The other fucking one germs. was like drugs, germs, drugs, drugs. Germs, whatever. Some are good, some are bad. Drugs, drugs, drugs. Ask your mama, ask your dad. That's a good one too. Maybe when I, it's because I sing shit like this is why people think I have such an unattractive sounding voice. It's probably a very good. That bet. could be it. Your brain's yeah. um, uh, harmonies are usually fucking completely off. Atrocious, <laughs> atrocious. It's spot on. All right, no big pharma. It's a. Uh, it affects pretty much everyone. Everyone. 100%. Everyone has a relative or like a family member, or a husband or a brother or anything that has been or will be affected by cancer or some type of disease. And everyone has a person or two. The thing that makes this fucking conspiracy, well, it's not even really a conspiracy. It's, you know what I mean? It's it, big, fu- like it's not a conspiracy. This is a real thing. Is, and the most what they're doing. frustrated, like out of all the topics we talk about, this is something we could fucking change. This is something we could have an impact and change. We could greatly reverse what's going on. And, and oh, like, you're never going to like people say like, Oh, they're hiding all the cures. But no, what they're doing is they're not curing anyone. They're just treating symptoms. Exactly. And they're just... Pull, they, all, all these big pharma companies who spend all this money on research and shit, they, someone has an ill and they make a pill and if they take it, it makes them feel better for a little bit, but it never reverses what's it, going on. It never treats the root no, cause. Well, no, it, and not even just treating the root cause. It's it's all the effort and money and everything should be put into fucking prevention. Mm-hmm. Not not treating, not, not maintaining a lifestyle. Like what... You know what I mean? Like... You know, what type of lifestyle are you living when you're popping fucking 15 different pills a day and you're a fucking vegetable? You know what I mean? You're, it's you're crazy. The person so, you so the, yeah, you're pres- say, say you're prescribed 15 pills of these fucking patented drugs is what they are. Patented molecules is what they are. Half, like the, the first two drugs are for, say you have something, and the next two drugs are to combat a uh, side effect of those first two drugs. And then the next drugs are to combat a side, of that side effect about those next two drugs. But you're taking 8, 10, 15 drugs a day. Your liver and shit are just fucked, fucked. from taking that shit. Well, it's crazy because you, you go into the doctor. You go see your doctor. And, you know, you go in whatever ailment, whatever you're complaining of. <laughs> and I, I, can guarantee, I can promise you the, reason, the, the answer to that solution, like the, the root cause of why you're going in is not because you're deficient in pharmaceuticals. You're deficient in something else that could be cured. You know what I mean? But what they do is they throw pharmaceuticals at it. You don't go to the doctor being like, I have this, this, and this. Oh, it's because you don't have enough pharmaceuticals in you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make fucking you sense. Know. You didn't have any in you before. Yeah, well, exactly. You've, you've never needed it. Well, it's, the crazy thing is the majority of pharmaceuticals are derived from a plant molecule and they change it a little bit so they can patent it because you can't patent something natural. And once they patent it, it's almost the same, but your body doesn't, body doesn't recognize it the same. So it never quite does as good of a job. They're starting to get into patenting like holistic 
medicine medicines now that's like a, there's a huge issue with bringing that shit into canada or north america even as a whole and now they're starting to fda's getting their little fucking greasy fingers on it but what they're probably going to try and do like this okay quick tangent it's, it's like the can the cannabis prohibition in the states right so it's still a schedule one drug even though like many states have legalized marijuana for recreational and medical use but they're still saying, not schedule one, schedule one. It's because what these fucking guys are trying to do in the FDA and these big pharmaceutical companies is trying to derive a patentable version of cannabis. And once they do that, cannabis will never be legalized unless, this, unless the, like, the people really stand up and they're like, oh, fuck that. Because they're bullshit. trying, because they can't, if you're, if you're smoking weed and it's helping with your migraine or it's helping with like, like a, a whole bunch of different stuff, not, even, not necessarily smoking it, but eating it or whatever it is, they don't make any money off that shit. You can't patent that. No. They're trying to classify CBD oils in the same classification as fucking heroin. Right heroin. Now. Schedule one. Yeah. Like it's no fucking nuts. Schedule one means no yeah. medical purpose. Yeah. Right? But yet you can fucking, it's legal to go down, buy a fucking six pack or fucking smoke a can, uh, fucking pack of darts. That's it doesn't fine. make any fucking yeah. sense. No, it's just. And kill yourself. Oh, it's just fucking infuriating. Man. If you go down the drug, the legal drugs, tobacco, nicotine, like cigarettes, huge killer. Sugar. Alcohol. Sugar. Huge killer. Sugar, massive killer. It's like, fuck. You know, and stuff like fucking cannabis, CBD oils, fucking stem cells. They're fucking, you know what I mean? They're going out of their way to make all these fucking natural cures illegal. Well, they're trying to, yeah, they throw like massive roadblocks, mass, massive fucking like hoops to try and get these things link, legalized. And why? Why? Because fucking money. Here's the conspiracy money. for Big Pharma. Ugh. There was a time a long time ago when there was many different fields of medicine. You had homeopathic and naturopathic and you had medicinal and you had, then you had like, you know, there was some quacks here and there selling snake oil and all that shit. There still is. But there still is. But what it was was like you had an option to like, like kind of, you know, route out your own path for how you wanted to treat whatever you thought it was. Like in doctors back in then, you could have a naturopathic doctor, a homeopathic doctor, a medical doctor, because all these patentable medicines didn't really start till about 1910. So do you guys, you want me to start with uh, what the main conspiracy is for how Big Pharma got its slimy tentacles into every medical school, into every big pharmaceutical company? Lay it Let's on. Hear it. Let's go. Okay. So it was about like 1910, Mr. Rockefeller. Fucking cunt. Standard Oil, right? The biggest company in the world, that, like the world had ever seen. The government finally said like, okay, this monopoly is enough. We ordered you to, to uh, just like to liquidate your trust, liquidate your company. So Standard Oil ended up turning into like all those big oil companies like Exxon Mobil and Shell and all these huge oil companies. So there was a little bit of competition because before like Standard Oil pretty much ran the show, right? So yeah. what happened after that, Mr. Rockefeller, back in the day, him and Mr. Carnegie. So Rockefeller was oil, Carnegie was steel, had huge steel manufacturing plants in the States and made, he was a billionaire as well. Okay, let me pull up this, I got this fucking notes. So what these guys did is they kept, they got together and they hired this guy. So this guy's name was, oh, fuck, where is it? Abraham Flexner. And he worked for the Carnegie Foundation. And, or no, sorry, he worked for Rockefeller Institute. And his brother worked for, Simon Flex, Flexner worked for the Carnegie Foundation. Right, yeah. No, Simon, yeah, Simon Flexner, Simon Flexner for Rockefeller, <laughs> Simon Flexner, Rockefeller, the other guy, his brother, Carnegie. Carnegie. Anyways, together they colluded, and what they wanted to do is set up a. They wanted to create like a standardized medical system for the country. 
So it sounded like a good idea, right? Like, okay, we make sure we have all our doctors learning the same stuff. But what happened was Rockefeller, with all his money after the oil company, after this Flexen report, which pretty much said that it's pretty much calling everyone quacks who's doing naturopathic and homeopathic medicine, they're like, no, you have to invest in uh, patentable pharmaceutical drugs because they're the best way forward. That's the future, all the shit, right? Well, did they even say that or did they say that's the best way to make money in the future? No, they definitely didn't because at the time, this is how they spun it, right? This is how they got all these people out of business because there was thousands and thousands of teachers and shit for homeopathic and naturopathic medicine in the early 1900s. So the report was to improve medical service by establishing professional medical education, right? So the American Medical Institute. I think that's what it's called. We're not in America, but we try our best. So what happened was, so they started doing that, and they started now, with all his money, he started donating to these colleges that were pushing these pharmaceutical drugs, right? Millions and millions of dollars he'd donate, he'd donate. And then those doctors who graduated those colleges would get better jobs. And after like 10, 15 years, I think it was like 19, by 1925, like 10,000 of these like herbalists and homeopathic and naturopathic doctors and shit were out of business. And by 1950, there was no more of like alternative medicine schools. It was all schools run by the American Medical Institute and pretty much sponsored by Big Pharma, sponsored by the, this Rockefeller Foundation who put all hundreds of millions of dollars by this point into the schooling system to train doctors to the only thing they were going to do is prescribe patentable molecules. They're patentable drugs. And it's not the doctor's fault, right? The doctors go to school, like you're a kid, you're 18, you graduate, like I want to be a doctor, I want to help people. You go to medical school for four years, they just push down your throat what each patentable medicine of its time would do. They wouldn't give you any, any education about nutrition or preventative health care. They would just say if a guy comes in and he has, uh, he has this, you give him this, you treat him for six months. If he doesn't, doesn't work, you switch medications. And we, you see that stuff all in medical shows too, where it'd be like, you watch and they'd be like, patient, headache, fever, nausea. And he's like, uh, this and treat it with, uh, you know, a couple Tylenol and some other antibiotics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. There exactly you go. What you're saying. Pretty That's much just like that. Fucking spot That's on, a layman's man. version. And, and uh, I was saying Institute, but it's American Cancer Society. Sorry. And it was founded in 13 by Rockefeller Money. Yeah, so what happened was he pretty much, they hijacked the medical institute with a bunch of money. Because what, what happens, so now I got, I got a bunch of money. And I was gonna, I'm like, I'm going to give this college $10 million. But like, all right, in, or, in exchange for $10 million, I want to put one of my guys from my board on your, on your board, right? I want to I know what's going on internally. I want to know what direction the college is taking, what it's doing. And if they didn't play ball with the money, they'd just take the money out. And when $10 million disappears from an education system, like from an institution, gone. it's yeah, gone. That's huge. So if, the, if people didn't play ball with Rockefeller and company back in the day, early 1920s and 30s, they were done. There was no more schools. See, and I like agree with a lot of what you said, but I, I, I personally feel that uh, some of the blame does need to land on the doctor's shoulders. Well, Yeah. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I personally do. Like, they're the ones that are directly on Big Pharma's fucking payroll still. They're the ones being paid to promote these pharmaceuticals. These guys are making upwards of a fucking extra $100,000 on top of their fucking salaries already to push certain medications. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it's 
I don't know. It, it, we're in we're in a time of fucking education. You know what I mean? Like you can go out. Yeah, this There's is what no you're excuse. taught. You can still go broaden your horizons and learn more, right? You can't tell me that fucking these guys are seeing hundreds and hundreds of patients a month. You know what I mean? They're smarter than that. They really are. They have the ability to look beyond that kind of shit. And I'd say 99% of them don't. I could agree with that for sure. You know? And they, you can go, okay, so you're saying like they, get, they make money from drugs. So there is, it's proven, especially in it's facts, on, and especially oncology, like cancer study. The people who, like the doctors who prescribe chemotherapy and radiation make more kickbacks than any other drug out there. And this isn't fucking, this isn't Go a conspiracy. This, this is, is real fucking, fucking hard facts. It's, it's a fucking fact that these pharmaceutical companies send out reps to fucking doctor's offices, general practices, family practices. They send these fucking reps in. They come out. They buy the entire staff a fucking beautiful, nice lunch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Butter them all fucking up and say, hey, guys, guess what? This is our new fucking drug we've got today. Right? What do you guys think? If we sell this much, this is as much of a bonus you guys get. Right? And we want you to represent this drug. We want you to be the face of this fucking drug. And then this, and then what happens? So then they talk to the doctors, and the doctor's like, no, nah, I don't know, guys. They're like, oh, here's two tickets. You, you and the missus come down to Cancun for two weeks, come to the conference, all expenses paid, five star. They're like, all right. They go down there, and they schmooze them some more, and then they come back. They're like, listen, for every $100 you prescribe, that's $10 for you. And if the pill is ten, if the pill is twenty five dollars a pill, like like it adds up pretty quick per day or per prescription you're writing. I understand that doctors are human beings. I get it; they're human beings, but they need to be held to a higher fucking standard. Like, if just, well, we we put all our trust in doctors. Like, hey, they went to school for ten years. They have MD, surgeon, whatever. T- they have like five fucking ac- like fucking abbreviations after their name, right, on their degrees. When you see them on interviews, they have all these certi- like certifications, like. These guys are at the top of society. Like these guys should be the best, but I'm not, not going to say all doctors, obviously. No, of course. And that's, let me return. I've know a lot of doctors, a lot of great doctors who like probably that. don't do it, but there's a lot of doctors, unfortunately who do it. And that's what feeds the system. And the system won't change unless those guys are either incriminated for what they're doing. Cause they're pretty much they're It's criminal. It's a hundred It's collusion. They're, it's collusion. It's fucking collusion. hundred percent. That is a full on real conspiracy. When a guy's like, I'll give you this much money if you prescribe this drug. And, the guy, and the, they're like, oh, let me see the double blind uh, study. And the results aren't very good. And they're like, well, it's okay, I guess. I'm like, I guess we'll do it. Yeah, and who's doing these studies? Not the FDA. The fucking pharmaceutical companies are doing the studies. They pay someone. Most of the time, they'll pay a company to do the study for them. And you're not going to see it in mainstream news. But if you go start digging, you're going to see a lot of, the, a lot of be a tons of studies who, where we're done and will, were never released publicly like you can go find them if you look in journals and shit but they're never going to be pushed publicly because that's against public interest for these giant companies man it's fucking crazy like if if that if what we just discussed doesn't leave a fucking bad taste in your mouth like listen this is just one example of a drug okay everybody fucking knows what viagra is we yeah. all know what viagra does we all know what he does what it does do you know what it was originally created for it's like a blood thinner or something blood pressure blood pressure it was, a, it was for blood pr- pressure modification Okay, so they created this drug. Didn't really do as much as they wanted for your for your blood pressure, but it had a fucking lucrative side effect. Yeah, I okay? see. They're in the corner. He's like, yeah, nothing's changed. He's like, man, I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm fucking rock hard right now. <laughs> the guys all fully torqued. All their fucking test subjects yeah. all fully like, fucking ah. torqued. Great. Okay. So 
Obviously, they see money signs, right? Perfect. Yeah. We can make some money on that. So they hire a fucking advertising agency. An advertising agency. They go up to him and say, hey, we have this drug. It does this. What the fuck can you guys do with this? Mm-hmm. The advertising agency fucks off, comes back a month later and says, hey, guys, you know that drug? It, cur- it, it cures erectile dysfunction. And they say, what the fuck is ex- erectile dysfunction? Well, it's this new disease we just came up with. Right. This, this advertising agency created erectile dysfunction. That's public knowledge. Before this, erectile dysfunction was not a thing. Is it? So I wait. wonder if like, is that kind of like you put it into consciousness where people, it's like placebo because now people know they can get it. it the second they yeah. have like any kind of issue, they're like, fuck, I got well, exactly, it. Exactly. It, because it, Viagra is not curing the root cause for why your dick is not getting hard. Yeah. Okay. It could be low testosterone. It could be psychological issues. It could be confidence issues. Or it could be the fact that you're fucking 78 years old and you shouldn't be having sex anymore because your body doesn't work properly anymore. It says Nature says that's enough. Exactly. Like, there's no need for you to procreate anymore because you're fucking old as shit. Okay? Yeah. You know how many fucking old people we go and pull them off their fucking significant other because they died on top of them? It's fucking I, crazy. I Seriously. I couldn't oh, man, it's nuts. What a way to go. They probably pop Viagra, oh, that's too. The way you, that's the way you want to go. Because it's a blood pressure thing, yeah. so it's probably affecting your blood pressure. Well, when you're old, you're all worked 100%. up, you're trying to have sex. We, there, we have life-saving medications that we can't administer to people that are t- actively taking these types of drugs. Right. Right? But I don't know. It, that's just one fucking example. Like, it's crazy. And there's thousands of drugs. They're the most popular drug in North America, Abilify. It's an antipsychotic, okay? People are prescribed this drug because they're fucking depressed and they're having suicidal ideations, okay? This drug is only prescribed to people who are who are already taking antipsychotics, and the side effect is fucking suicide, okay? So do you, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You, the only reason you get prescribed Abilify is because the fucking antidepressant you're already taking is not fucking working. It doesn't make any sense. You're already super depressed. You take this drug, and then it makes you suicidal. Yeah, so you have depression. We're going to give you this drug. Oh, this drug's not working, so we're going to add Abilify to that. And you know what the main side effect to Abilify is? Suicidal ideations. It's insane. How the fuck does that make any sense? It's fucking insane, man. Oh, like it's... This is what should happen. I'm depressed. I've been working a shit job. I'm thinking of killing myself. I go to my doctor. I'm like, man, life is shit. I think I'm just going to drive off a cliff, man. And what he should do... This is this should be a job that's in society. It, I, there probably is a job for this, but it's not very wide. It's be something called a life coach, where you're like a nutritional and exercise specialist, and someone comes to you. So you go to the doctor and you say I'm suicidal, and they're like, "What's your diet like?" And you're like, "Oh, I eat fucking cheeseburgers five times a week. I eat pizza. I, eat, I drink four cans of pop. I eat like maybe one carrot a week." They're like, "Well, you're probably medically imbalanced from vitamins and minerals." So first thing to do, they send you the life coach. You go to the life coach. He's like, "Okay." For the next week, I want you to document all your shit, how much exercise you do. You come back like, listen, man, you're all fucked you're up. It's got to be rehab. Like it's are it's you, like literally like rehab. Yeah, you, life rehab. Are you fucking ready for a motherfucking tangent? Because you just opened up the door to the, every single fucking thing that I've written. Just let down me here. let me finish my idea. Like, ugh. so you go to the life coach, and he tells you like, listen, man, because we put people on welfare, right? For what some of the stupidest reasons, and in Canada, you can get perpetual welfare forever. It's probably not that in every country, but in Canada, you can get perpetual welfare your entire life. So what they should do instead, instead of giving you welfare, they should pay, they should pretty much make you go 
to like a, one of these life coaches and he fucking trains you and he, you know, he's like a half psychologist, half doctor, half nutritionist, half fucking personal trainer. Think about the money that would save. It'd be insane. Think about the fucking drain these people have on the medical system with all the fucking pharmaceutical drugs, everything like that they're taking. Think about the money it would save with prevention. Like it's crazy. Not it would save the government money, not big fucking pharma. You know what I mean? Like you go into the fucking doctor and you, you're a pre-diabetic, which means you're on right on, you're right teetering on becoming a fucking type two diabetic. Right. What do they do? What do they do? Probably give you medication. They give you medication. Do they fucking say shit about your diet? No, fuck no. Not a fucking single thing. You got high blood pressure. What do they say? Ah, don't eat so much salt. Salt. Yeah. You know, don't cut fucking 40 pounds because you're 40 pounds overweight. Because you keep eating fucking pizza and pop and shit every day. Don't worry about that. You know what? When you go and get your fucking cheese or whatever, just just get the low sodium stuff. Low fat. Just no big fucking deal. Diet. Diet diet soda. You know what Dude, I mean? That's like the, the documentary I just recently watched that uh, fat, sick, and nearly dead. This guy was like 310 pounds. He had like um, some sort of autoimmune disease. And he was on like just an insane amount of pills for years. And he's just like, I can't live like this anymore. Like I hate it. I'm, I'm hurting all the time. Like his skin was all rashy and shit. And he just started juicing and he juiced for 60 days. And that's juicing and, and vegetables, they, not steroids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. juice, yeah. He just started cranking his yeah. face off, man. Ooh, this guy yeah. lived a truck now. <laughs> he, he was the 30th entrant at the Royal Rumble on Sunday. Fuck yeah. Um, no, he juiced for 60 days and then he was going, um, they said the doctor said he would die early and that like, he shouldn't do this juicing thing and stay on the pills. He'd never get off them juice for 60 days. He's off the pills. He's cured. He does not have the autoimmune condition anymore. He's had it for 10 fucking years. And doctors were like, if you, if you stop, you're going to die early. You can't just do this juicing thing. You're going to fucking kill yourself. And he did it for 60 days and he's cured. 10 years he was getting fucking prescriptions. It's insane. Man, if you go look it up, there was thousands of cases of people taking natural remedies, curing a whole plethora of things. And no, it's not going to work every time. Sometimes cancer and disease just fucks with a person and there's nothing you can do. But most of the times, I think it's it's preventable at least. If you lived a healthy lifestyle your whole life, your chances are going way the fuck down of getting some of these diseases. The body will heal itself just like a fucking wound or something to your skin. Like, your your body will hear itself. Sometimes it just takes time. Yeah. And people are so impatient. They're like, I got to fucking do drugs to get it better. And then they're like, there's side effects to doing those. Like fucking my, my medical knowledge is fucking nothing compared to what a doctor learns. Like fucking nothing. Right. And I openly admit that. But I like, I remember taking my mother to the fucking cancer center, going in, walking in through those fucking front doors and seeing what's the first thing I fucking see. Vending machines? Two fucking Pepsi fucking vending machines. Chocolate bars, pop. We're sitting there waiting for her name to get called to go get her fucking chemo. And there's this nice little old lady pushing around a fucking chocolate cart. You know what I mean? We go and talk to the doctor and the doctor's like, my mom, Sally, you're getting too skinny. You know what, Andrew? Why don't you guys way home? Why don't you guys stop at McDonald's? Get your mom a Big Mac. She needs to eat. Out of the seven years that these doctors go to school, do you know how much time is spent? Learning about fucking nutrition. It's probably like one course or some shit. Half a day. That's insane. Half a fucking day. The very basis of health they don't even learn about. Check this out. Okay. Well, have fucking, you, doesn't cancer feed on sugar? Yes, it does. It's proven to feed on sugar. Okay. Have you ever heard of the Sunani tribe? 
No. It's this indigenous tribe living outside of Bolivia, okay? Hunter-gatherers. They're the best example of a traditional human race that's existing right now. Hunter-gatherer race. Exactly. Hunter-gatherer, strictly like, I guess you could compare it to a paleo diet. A little bit of farming. Exactly. So so it's the closest thing to a paleo diet that's that's still around. For anyone who doesn't know, what's a paleo diet? Meat, vegetables, you eat what a caveman nuts. Eats. No processed carbohydrates nothing. or anything no like that. No carbs, nothing, none of that no bullshit. No refined right. sugar. Everything from the you, land. Right. No you grains. what's available. No, no fucking grains, cavemen. anything like that. Okay. Okay. So these people, this Sunane tribe is the, is one of the last that we still, still exist today. And they ran some studies on these people. Okay. CT scans, blood panels, everything. And they found that these people had 80% lower cases of heart disease. No blockages in any of their arteries. The average 80-year-old Sunani human has a heart comparable to a 45-year-old North American. It's insane. Just like the amount of cl- okay. like clack and shit in their arteries. And- no accounts of any type of fucking cognitive diseases. No Parkinson's. So no Parkinson's, or- no fucking Alzheimer's, no dementia, nothing. Nothing like that. Okay? So we have hard medical fucking evidence uh, that the only thing that these people are doing differently is eating right, eating properly, getting the proper sleep, right? exercise, exercise. In these people's language, they don't even have a word for insomnia because they don't have it. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's fucking crazy. I, we have this fucking evidence and there's, n- we're, you know what I mean? What, what have we done? What have we implemented from that? Like it's a proven fucking fact. Nothing. There's a proven fact. Have you ever heard of like the, the gut brain access? Oh Yeah. Right? So the fucking shitty foods that we're putting in our body is killing the microbiome in our gut. It is proven to lead to fucking depression, to anxiety, to fucking cancer. Autoimmune autoimmune diseases, all that shit. And nothing is, like, it's, there's nothing being done about this. Okay, I got a quick interject here. So, like, MS, multiple sclerosis, right? It's kind of, they're starting to prove it. Like, that has something to do with, like, uh, your microbiome in your gut. And if you drink a lot of aspartame, it's proven to destroy your microbiome in your gut. So artificial sweet, sweetener, right? It's proven. It's a mm-hmm. good sound science. Go look up. There's probably a hundred studies or more. Maybe. Ha- hashtag look it up. Hashtag look it up. <laughs> I went to fucking A&W like maybe three or four months ago and there was like some like drive for MS. And on the fucking sign, it said like special diet because it was like a fucking health, had a health menu at A&W. So they had diet pop, low sodium fries. And I was like, aspartame. So I ordered like, I ordered two burgers, no fries or pop, but they're like, Hey, would you like, uh, would you like a, a large pop? It's free today. I was like, what do you mean? It's free. They're like, Oh, it's a special deal for our driver MS. Uh, it's everyone gets free drink. I was like, I actually had, I told him, I was like, have you ever looked what aspartame does to the human body? The guy, well, obviously the guy fucking doesn't know. He's a little kid, right? He's like, yeah. no, I was like, just tell your manager, like, just go, just like what you're selling is completely Hippocratical to hypocritical to the stuff you're doing. Yeah, it's insane. And you you know what the only fuck... So you know what MS is? Legions in your brain, right? Yeah. Do you know what the only fucking thing proven that is proven today to have healed lesions, MS lesions in someone's brain? Pray, like is a, it prayer? It's probably like a vegetarian diet or something. It's shit. not prayer, Braden. Good, good, good fucking guess. Ah, gee willikers. <laughs> MSC stem cells. Do you know where the only place in the world you can fucking get M- MSC stem cell treatments done? It's not North America, not not the the fucking 
not the center of the fucking world, not the, the, the not the peak of scientific advancement. No, it's fucking Panama. Right. It is illegal. It's illegal to use this Panama. type of fuck. Panama. See, I'd love to sing this. I love fucking Van Halen. Seen him live with you fucking fuckers. We've we said, all seen him live oh, together. Yeah, we did. Not for, Joe Brown. For Joe got, Brown. He got kicked out. For those of you on Patreon, you would have heard that episode of uh, our friend Joe Brown missing Van Halen. But anyways. But, but I'm so fucking rattled right now. Because like th- these these stem cells research. research. Okay, wait, stop. Do a quick... For people, people don't know, like stem cells, the, like the the next big wave in scientific revolution well, but for it, medical. It, they're trying. It's get. It keeps getting fucking. They're, they're drowning it. They're making it. So what? What are what are stem cells? It's because Bible thumpers in the southern states and these big voter are like they're like. There's nothing to do with the Bible. It's thumpers. from aborted babies. It's, they they can they, you can put that out there all you want. It, it's the fucking big pharma. Big pharma is drowning. They this put a, shit. they put a stop to it. So they're taking these stem cells from the, these. M- MSC stem cells are particularly taken from umbilical cords, right? There was a big controversy before with uh, amni- embry- I always fucking put Amni- amniotic, Am- sac amniotic sac fucking stem cells. Yeah. Because <laughs> those stem cells created tumors because those stem cells want to create a fucking baby. Right. So they start creating tumors when they use them, right? So that, you know, put a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths with fucking stem cells. But these MSC stem cells from the umbilical cords or they, there, there is zero fucking side effect. There is zero side effect. There's medical journals on these. There's zero side effect. They are curing people who are fucking people paralyzed or walking again from these stem cells. So, so, okay, so stem cells are, so like every part of your body has cells and those cells stem from a stem cell. Like it's, it's like the initial copy the, of a cell, right? It's the creating. It's the it, creating it's, cell. It stimulates growth, creating, you know. Like. And that's exactly what cancer is. So when a stem cell becomes corrupted with cancer due to like whatever it is, either genetics, bad bad health, radiation, like whatever it is, that stem cell creates cancer. And then when they it do multiplies, ke- it. multiplies cancer, and when they do chemo and radiation, it kills those cells, but doesn't kill the stem cells. So they all, you always hear like, oh, the cancer came back after a couple of years, right? Two, three years remission. Cancer came back. It's because the cancer never left because the stem cell is still a cancerous cell. So anyways, yeah, these stem cells and, are, are like are and, being proven to cure tons of shit. They, and I don't, care, I don't have the proof about a paraplegic. Motherfucker Ray Mysterio had a stem cell knee surgery. He could barely wrestle. I saw him last night at the Royal Rumble. Buddy, how many he looked like a 20-year-old. How many 619s last night? Oh man, six one, about a hundred, six hundred nineteen of them. He fucking <laughs> six one nine Roman Reigns and John Cena at once. This is fucking the best guy looked. He looked <laughs> like a, a twenty year old Rey Mysterio because of stem cells. He fucking and he's what fifty? No, he's not that old. Oh, he's I mean, he's I'd say early forties. I'd say early forties. Right. Anyways. But, I don't even remember where I'm going, but like, anyway. Stem, umbilical, cord, umbilical cord stem cell research has been proven to reverse it, paralysis and a whole fucking, bunch of shit. It's 100% healing people, and they're they're going out of their way to fucking make this shit illegal. To like, lobby it, yeah. We, we, we had the opportunity to get uh, bone marrow stem cells, mm-hmm. right, to help heal fucking injuries and stuff. They're not as effective as these MSC stem cells, but now they're fu- it's a fucking illegal. They're shutting them all down in, in the States. Why? What about in Canada? Do you know? Yeah, I don't even think you, it's, you can't get it done in Canada. Canada and Japan will do stem cell. You can do stem cell researches. Re, sorry. You can, you can get stem cell procedures done in Japan and Canada, but it's only for specific illnesses. Right. Okay. I just pulled it up. This is from the CBC, our Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. November 16th, 2017. 
No stem cell therapies have been approved for human use in Canada except the long-established use of bone marrow transplants. That's the only one. Yeah, and that's the only thing they'll let you use stem cells for. Yeah, in Canada. Right? And and now in the States, is going the same way. They're making it illegal. Like They're making it harder for I'm sure you it. guys, a lot of people who listen to Joe Rogan, you'll know that he got it done on his knee, or his shoulder, sorry. Shoulder, yeah. He got it done on his shoulder. That procedure that he got, that that's he says is he's cured now, is now illegal. You can't get that done anymore. Though. That was umbilical cord? No, that was just the bone marrow. So even the bone marrow is in the it, States. The bone marrow, is, it's illegal in the States for joints and shit like that. Right. Right? You can get it done for whatever, certain types of illnesses, There's chronic diseases. There's only like diseases. a very select few exactly. things you can get done for. Exactly. It's fucking bullshit. Like it, it just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, man. This this whole topic just gets me so fucking angry. Well, it's like, like we talk about conspiracies and aliens a lot and a lot of it is subjective to whatever you think or whatever you believe. But this is like, this is real life. It's happening on a day-to-day basis in everyone's fucking town, everyone's city, in the entire Western world, pretty much in the entire world, except for like a small f- few, like a few uh, indigenous people, like the ones you were talking about, who still eat a normal human diet. And we're just eating, most people just eat fucking garbage, man. Like as personally, Braden can attest to this for sure. I was the worst eater from my whole <laughs> life until about like- oh, buddy. Until I lived off pizza and cheese balls. Until probably about Karmic's bananas. About like three years ago, where I started like really starting to look into health and stuff. But I, I, mean, I remember like it's not my fault. When I was in high school, your parents would send you to school like for five bucks. For five bucks, you get like two pizza pops and a Pepsi, and you eat that three times a week, right? And you just eat garbage all the fucking time. It's fucking crazy. You all the time. But, but you don't know any better. That's you don't the know. Thing. Yeah, like, when you're a kid, a fuck. Your kid, you're like you're just going with whatever. Like it's there. It's, you. You, you don't eat. learn one fucking class on nutrition or healthy lifestyle in school. No, you how do. To do your taxes. No, you you learn how to do. You learn it in school. But what they tell you is like, you should eat mainly meat, dairy, and carbohydrates. A little bit of veggies and fruit. And taco bars are okay. And pop is fine. It's just empty calories. Just have as much as you want. Just this, make sure you exercise. This shit is the reason why we're gonna. Our generation is going to bring the life expectancy back down. Well, I think I think we're reversing it. I think we're reversing the like the awareness. I think the last f- like five years, awareness of like a lot of these topics have really reversed. So I think like, five years ago, I didn't know. No. You you knew, but you probably were just starting to know, right? Because you started a little bit earlier. But yeah, a lot but of people- I are, didn't do it right. Like back when, you remember when I was all fucking heavy dieting and stuff like that? Yeah. I was crushing diet fucking pops and shit like that. Like I just was you think it's the right thing exactly. to do, right? I had no fucking idea about aspartame. No, like of course, why would something that I can go legally fucking buy from a convenience store kill me? Doesn't make any sense. Why would they let that? Why would that be okay? You know what? I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say pretty much anything you can buy at a convenience store is going to kill well, you. Exactly. It's fucking crazy. And, that, and it's convenient to buy. It's cheap. It's easy. It Kay. tastes good. I was at fucking Costco today. I went to Costco. My girlfriend's dad's coming. So we had Costco to stock up. It's, it's him and his brother. So it's, they're like two big guys stocking up. Big guys. Two big guys. Real big guys. Couple big guys. Anyways, so I'm, I'm in the fucking drink aisle. And there's a pack of 24 water. It was like, I don't know, $5. Pack of 24 Aquafina, which by the way, Aquafina steals their water directly from Hope, British Columbia, directly out of the mountain, hardly any treatment, and they sell it for 5,000% profit. 5,000%. Think of that next time you go to the store to buy a water. That's my favorite water. If I buy bottled water, it's Aquafina. Don't buy bottled water. But sometimes you fucking have to. We have. Look at it. Hey, Aquafina, right fucking yeah. if you're in motherfucking Thailand and you can't get running water, okay. But you yeah, can but you can install a water tap, a reverse osmosis tap 
on your kitchen sink. You're right. I'm and not, take out all the chlorine and all the bullshit. I have that. We have that. We have yeah. the fucking little. It's not a Brita. It's the fucking holistic fancy one. Yeah. So I, I get that. I like the chlorine stuff. Sometimes you fucking. Anyways, so twenty four water, five bucks. Let's say. Yeah. Twenty four pop, four. Cheaper. Yeah. Of course. Cheaper than water. Of course. Fucking highly concentrated corn syrup pop. High fructose fucking bullshit. Carbonated soda. And like I'm a sucker for pop. I love the carbonation. Right now, now I only drink pop when I have pizza, which is every once in a while. But have you ever tried one of those soda streams before? No, I haven't. But they look cool. It's fucking awesome. They I, look. buddy, I drink, I drink I would, soda I would, water all the time. I would bubble my water all yeah. the time. I, yeah. just, I like the bubbles more than me anything. Me too. No, that's me too. The pop for or me. Zevia. Have you ever had Zevia before? No, but that's my jam. Oh, Zevia is fucking. What's that? What's Zevia? I got Braden on the Zevias. What's Zevia? It's uh, when I go to Andrew, I drink about three. Still, I don't, I don't trust the Stevie either. Really? It's yeah. from a plant. Yeah, I did on Joe Rogan too. That doctor on there, I was talking about it, but. I'm sure it's so better. So corn, corn syrup's from a plant, kind of. Yeah, but what <laughs> do you do to the fucking plant? You highly know? concentrate the corn syrup. Yeah, it's yeah. and it's fucking GMO'd up the yin yang. Yeah. Anyway, so everyone, okay. everyone, get on board that fucking. Right now, healthcare has been hijacked by these big corporations, and they're publicly traded, by the way. So a publicly trade, traded corporation trades shares, right? Common shares. So you buy in, and their only main goal is to make money. They don't give a fuck. It's a business. They don't give a fuck it's if people are getting healed. They want you to be sick. They don't want you to heal. They want you to like what they want, what their ultimate product is. I guarantee if, if you're going to talk one of these like marketing guys or the, the business side of these big farmers, nothing to do with the scientific. But the big farmer, they're they're guys who like try and sell the shit. They're like, we want people to be healthy, but we don't want them to get better. We want them to linger on this shit for years, lifetime even. It's, it's obvious. They have created ways. It's so genius. They've created ways of of selling pharmaceuticals to fucking healthy people. You know it's, what I mean? Like how, how ingenious is that? People who don't need these fucking Abilify and all this shit, they're able to sell medications to healthy people. Dude, there's, there's this girl that was working downstairs uh, from me and she had surgery. She was in a car accident. She had surgery and doctors prescribed her like opioids for her pain. Yeah. And she within a year, she's within addicted. a year, she's so addicted to opioids that um, she, Oh, fucking pop up ad. She, she lives on the, she's like on the streets now. She's like a full on fucking drug addict now. Sad. The opioid like, crisis is greater than any other drug crisis, and, and most of it is it, legal. And it all started. It all started because she was in a fucking car accident and got prescribed opioids. And I can't really That's, get into much about how I know why she's so fucked up. But like, I see her now. Well, I I, I see her coming through my work all the time. Listen, like these people are really quick to judge these people addicted to these fucking hard drugs. And when you actually spend a lot of time like them with them, like I do with, and get to know them, cause I'm fucking narking the same guy four or five times a week. I'm in the back of the ambulance. I'm talking to this guy. I'm locked in a steel box. I get to know them a little bit. Right. And a lot of these fucking people's stories stem from a fucking back injury. You know what I mean? A fucking knee injury started on Oxycontin started on this and you fucking can't find your fix after that. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, some of those drugs are the strongest fucking opioids you can get. As strong as heroin. Fucking crazy. Right? And in a pill form. So easy to take. Just fucking pop a couple of those motherfuckers and down you go. Here's a, here's a chart. This is from uh, 
Yes, yeah, so it's from like a uh, oh fuck. Oh, this one's from Wikipedia. I don't want to read that one. I don't trust. Sometimes you don't trust Wikipedia. Fuck no. But all these charts, they're all fucking. They're all on the upward trend. So here's one. This one's from at statisticcharts.com. USA per million people, two hundred forty-five opioid legal opioid deaths per million people. North America, one hundred seventy-two. Oceania, which is Australia, New Zealand, and surround. 102, Asia, 61, and then just goes down and down to there. But USA and North America are the highest by far. And why? Because these guys make fucking killings off these opioid drugs, man. Legal painkillers killing more people than heroin. It's fucking yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely fucking insane. In my, in my opinion, all drugs, all illegal drugs to be decriminalized and education of those drugs should be pushed really hard. Instead of like putting people in jail for those drugs, you take that money of putting people in jail for fucking shooting up heroin or whatever. Before they even shoot it up, you teach people what drugs do. Like me, I've done a lot of drugs, but I only do them. Like I, you know, you, you talk to, you, like, you want to do some drugs. You do a little bit of drugs. It's, it's a lot. I, Edu- you educate yourself. And if you want to do it, that's your own person. That's your own choice as an adult. If you want to experiment with your consciousness, Alcohol is legal, nicotine's legal. All these drugs are fucking legal, and there's a few that are like not, elite, and they're not, they're not legal. So you do them, you go to jail. Especially in the states, we have private prisons and shit. Well, like, and it, there's a big difference between us and the states because there's there is, like here, here you, the cops see people shooting up all the time, and they're in possession of small amount. If it's if it's not possession with intent to sell, yeah, if it's, they traffic, don't give a yeah. shit. They don't care. And that's 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 what it should be. That's why they should all be decriminalized. And yet you still fucking try and nail down traffickers because they might be pushing, you know, fentanyl drugs. Stat, last three days, eight people dead, Central BC, from opioid overdose. I'm out there. Most of them are... I've seen it. Like, you, how many... We had the most over... We had, we had the most overdose deaths per capita. In Kelowna? In fucking BC. In BC. You know what I mean? We're here in this shitty, tiny, little sleepy town that we live in. It's only 120... More than fucking Vancouver. 120,000 people only. It's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, it's here, here in Vernon, which is even a smaller town, have more than the rest of BC combined. When I first started this job, which was five years ago, when the call came in for an overdose, you fuck your fucking butthole puckered up a little bit. You're like, oh shit, it's an overdose. Like, this is, you know, this is exciting. Something like, new. I get to get to fucking use my skills. It's going to be exciting. Now, <laughs> it's just, okay, it's an overdose. Cool. You have a nice conversation with your partner as you're bagging the patient. Shoot up, you know, hit him with the Narcan, super casual, you know, like it's crazy. Yeah. It's it's just an everyday occurrence now. What do you think? They have, there's ads and shit on TV that are like, hey, if you're going to do drugs, carry naloxone and they show you how to use it. And they're like, make sure you're by a friend and don't lock your door if you're going to do it so you don't die in there. That's what they, dude, they, they turned the old A&B sound building into a fucking shelter now for people to use. It's a huge building. It would have been the awesome, the best live music venue in there, man. My buddy was trying to turn it into a nightclub. It'd been so dope. Yeah, I agree. But now, went from A and B sound to O and D sound. <laughs> Fucking terrible. Yeah, it's insane. And like, a lot of these drugs are legal. Yeah, it's raining like a motherfucker out there right now. Is it? I thought maybe oh, yeah. scraping the. No, it's raining here it's, so hard. Well, it's crazy, man. One thing that surprised me when I was like doing some research. I was looking into drugs and stuff. At one time, bath salts, before they became illegal, you could buy them over the counter. Really? This in is the, stores. This is, this is the zombie drug, right? 
Yeah, yeah, so that, that guy in people Florida eating was face. Eat, he was eating that guy's face, eating guys' noses off and shit. Yeah, yeah, you could just buy it. It's not you it's could scary, buy it, man. It's, you could buy them in gas stations, head shops. What were they? Fucking ran into just it. legit bath salts. Like you put them in your bath, make it smell good and feel good. No, it's what? um, it's called. It's actually that's just the term for it. Right, but it's um, uh, it looks like Epsom salts. That's why they called it's, it that. But it's, it's all called uh, holy fuck. It bath salts usually contain cathinone, typically methylene dioxypyrovalerone, <laughs> methylone, and mephedrone. Right. And you could buy them just at store. And people are like, yeah, take it. Like, it gets you really, like, gets you awake. It makes you crazy. I've run into a few people on the job that have been on bath salts has been fucking terrifying. I bet. It's fucking crazy. But you could just buy, buy this shit over the counter. It's nuts. Like, I think bath salts though, it's the, it's the cathin, cathin, no, no, oh, I can't say that fucking word. Cathinones. And it's mixed with like Molly and stuff like that. It's a fucking, you know, it's a shit mix of different drugs and, all right, let's let's get another. Uh, I have another big pharma one we can get into here. Sure. Um, do they ha- do they have the cure for HIV AIDS? Well, I've heard people get cured. That's Magic Johnson. Yeah, I've heard people get yeah. cured. Magic Johnson tests negative for HIV. And, ha- and how did he, and how did he do it? Who fucking knows? Probably look he, at hashtag, hashtag, look it up. He, he probably did it in Mexico at a, a special clinic. Probably cured hundreds of people, and that clinic was probably shut down a couple years later. Tons of fucking cases I'd, like that. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what the effects of stem cells have on HIV and stuff like that, communicable diseases. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, that's what I haven't. I've I haven't done enough research on like its effects with cancer and stuff like that yet. Well, this is this is the topic where we should have like a legit like researcher come on and tell us their findings cuz We should try and find that see if that Dr. Reardon would come on. I doubt it. Who's Dr. Reardon? He's the guy that's fronting all this shit in Panama with uh, the MC, oh, the stem cells? With the MSC stem cells. Right. Yeah, cuz it's insane. A lot of this stuff is insane. You guys want to go down a little conspiracy road? Yeah, let's as long do as it. it's somewhat short. It's pretty short. Okay. We've, we've, t- we've talked about most of it. Okay. <clears throat> so back in uh, Nazi Germany, there was a company called IG Farben, which was a, a conglomerate of a bunch of big pharmaceutical companies, including Bayer, which is the modern day oh, Bayer, yeah. Monsanto, yeah. right? Big yeah. merger. Yep. Controlling all agriculture, farming, and big pharmaceuticals in one fell swoop. Fucking insane. Go look that up. But anyways, after Nazi Germany fell, there was the Nuremberg trials, right? And they split up this IG Farben into like seven com- seven companies. That doesn't really matter for the conspiracy. But during what happened is, do you know how chemotherapy, like chemo, was actually invented? It's it came from like mustard, mustard gas. Mustard gas, yeah. So when they were gassing these people, they were doing autopsies and they found like lymphomas and shit, like weird cancers and shit that were like getting, they were like getting annihilated by this like weird cancer. They're like, oh, this is actually doing good for these like cancers and stuff, right? They pretty much turned this fucking drug into chemotherapy and now chemotherapy on the bag has the fucking like has the radioactive symbol like it's fucking poisonous when when my mom so my mom got cancer initially in 1994 okay yeah when she was getting her chemo it came in a fucking metal cylinder 
mm-hmm. and you you couldn't touch it with your skin. Can't it would touch it. burn through your fucking skin. It's highly radioactive. But they are putting it into her veins. Yeah, you know what I mean. Everything. Like, like what? It's fucking crazy. I remember being a kid and watching them come out. It's like they're coming out with a fucking bomb. You know what I mean? Everybody's got sweat dropping down their brow. Like everybody's oh, nervous. What's this like, shit? You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. So these companies work for Nazi Germany. These companies, if you want to go down the conspiracy rabbit hole, go look it up. These companies, like the Nazi Party, was funded by Standard Oil early on to go for, to Blitzkrieg, London, right? Because they had a special additive for their fuel, yeah, for the Air Force and shit. This is all. This all came out in the Nuremberg trials, right? Like all that fucking huge document of all the shit that went down, the big Nazi trials, and after that it was Operation Paperclip, where they stole all the Nazis, yeah. right? They stole the Nazis from Nazi. Most of them went to the United States. Some went to Russia. Yeah, that's fucking insane too. But that's a whole nother thing. Have you? Has there been a podcast on Paperclip yet? We've just briefly like, touched on it a couple times, but Warner von Braun was that? Warner von Braun was yeah. the fucking rocket scientist for the yeah, V two rocket man. Crazy, they brought man. that motherfucker over, legit SS Nazi. Brought him over and he's like, you're in charge of our uh, our rocket program now. That's nuts. And in exchange for that, you can have this nice house on this nice island and you're all good from the uh, Nazi war trials. You're, you're fine. I don't care how many people you killed. That's insane. It, like, we should. And think. that didn't come up for like 30 years after it happened. No one fucking knew anything about it. They're like, where the fuck did we get all this technology? Oh, wait. Nazis. Yeah. We and where stole the all the Nazis. Where did the Nazis get this technology from? Aliens. Exactly. Probably. But, okay. And, and you know what? Like... The other thing I want to say too, though, is like other. I know you know you get your high dose vitamin C, and you have all these nice holistic treatments for cancer. Yeah, I don't know what's right. That we not, try. But. To this day, the only thing we have legit evidence, and I don't know if this is true, but like the only the only information we have in medical journals, and I don't know if that's only because this is all they're allowing us it to is, have. I, I think it is. But the only thing that is actually fucking proven to kill cancer cells is chemo and radiation. Okay, it does kill cancer cells, but also kills. It kills all, all other cells. cells, right? It it but you know what I mean, like and and that it, it it's the it it's worked. It does work, and it, it it has cured people. But what's the long term success rate of chemotherapy? Do you know? It's four percent. Well, I, and I agree. Like that perfect example. My mom had in 1994. Came back, right? She died. It always comes back. Next, That's what I was in 2015. saying. Two thousand fifteen. It was granted. It was a different type of cancer, but still. Yeah, but uh, what do they call it uh, when cancer spreads? Meta- medita- met- metastasizes. Sorry. So what happens when you get cancer? So cancer, as we said, is a Goes metastatic. Is a deform is a like a deformation of the stem cell, which fucking generates this huge tumor off. It just keeps producing these cancer cells, and it takes over an area of the body, and then pursue that area of the body can't function. And depending on what kind of cancer it is, you either die, or you try and remove it, or you try and treat it with chemotherapy or radiation. Both are highly toxic to the human body. Well, even even trying to remove it, there's there's studies showing that exposing these Cutting cancer cells to fucking oxygen makes them metastasize. Exactly, makes them metastasize. So, so what happened? So I watched coming up with this. There's this nine part documentary series. It is the greatest inf- informational documentary of all time about cancer. It's called The Truth About Cancer. You can watch it for free on YouTube or the Truth. I think the Truth About Cancer dot com. Or they have on, they're on Twitter. They're on everywhere. Anyways, this one guy, he goes all around the world because his, first of all, he did like in 2014, he did this thing called uh, Quest for the Cure, which he went all around the world talking about uh, medical doctors who went to legit medical schools who are fully certified 
and they've went through, they've treated cancer patients. There's always oncologists, which is an oncologist is the doctor who treats cancer. That's a study of cancer, right? Oncology. Yeah. So he goes to all these different doctors. He's like, my parents died. My grandma died. My uncle, my auntie, my cousins. He had like 12 people in his family die of cancer. And he was like just distraught. So he went on a fucking lifelong quest to figure out what cancer was and like how it starts and how it spreads. So was, first it was the Truth About Cancer, and then just last year it was called, uh, oh no, sorry, it was the Quest for the Cure, and last year it was Truth About Cancer. And he goes to all these doctors around the world who have had successful treatments with either, as you said, vitamin C, nutrition, holistic medicine, naturopathic medicine, with way, not, not everyone is cured this way. As I said, nothing is black and white. There's no full 100% cure, and there's no full 100% not cure. It's somewhere in the, but it, their rates are way higher than the 4% that is chemo radiation long-term, right? Their rates are somewhere like 45, which is insane. Like, and there's all these, doc- there's hundreds of, he interviewed hundreds of doctors from all over the world and each of them have treated hundreds of patients and most of their patients have cured. And a lot of their, a lot of the people, Andrew's bouncing like he doesn't fucking want, he doesn't want to believe it. He hasn't watched it though. Go, everyone, oh no, I've watched Truth About Cancer. You have? I, oh, thought, I, just told, I thought I just told, about, no, told no, you about no. it. I watched, I've watched this fucking year, like we watched this. This came out last year. So I not the first part. The first part came out before this. 2014. Yeah, and I watched. Quest for the cure. Watched with my mom. I remember that's. We looked into it. We, we, I booked her. She went to fucking Mexico for fucking three months. She went and got the oxidized IVs. She got the fucking high dose vitamin C, all that type of stuff. Yeah, and I'm not saying it doesn't work. And I agree with you. I, I, it doesn't work 100 percent of the time, but. You know what I mean? Like I, I just there is right now. There is no 100 percent cure. Fuck no. Unfortunately, there's not. Well, that we know of. But the the cure, well, I, I have a little more conspiracy news we're going to get to in a bit. Okay. But the cure is the prevention and the treatment of chemotherapy and radiation Chemotherapy and radiation has not worked in 70 years. It's all we've been doing, and it's patented and distributed by big pharma. Doctors are paid kickbacks for prescribing chemotherapy. There was a guy, Dr. Farid Fatah, served 45 years in jail for prescribing chemo drugs to people who didn't have cancer. And he's just one of many who have been caught because of the kickbacks are so great. His salary went from like 250 to $500,000 pretty damn quick because he just like, they take an x-ray like, oh, you have a little black spot there. There must be cancer. Instantly within one week, you're on chemo radiation and you're, most people are, because most people die, what's it called? Wasting syndrome? What's the technical term? Cacaxia or something? Cacaxia. Cacaxia. Oh, uh, when your cells just break it's waste. down and so, die. Uh, for, for, it's in, this, in the movie, uh, in the documentary Truth About Cancer, 42 to 46% of patients who take chemo radiation die from wasting syndrome. It's which is cellular just, death. Your cellular That's death. The, your whole, looking, I gotta look everything up. just dies, right? Yeah. It's, um... More people die from the chemo or radiation, and only 4%, well, I think it said 4 to 8%, depending on the cancer, had long term, which is greater than five years survival rate, oh, maybe which not. is really, really low. It's insane. It's you know what you know what what's insane to me is the fact that these doctors are getting are, are getting paid for having sick clients. You know what I mean? You think these doctors would make money if there's no preventive treatment? Well, but you think you think there would be an incentive to have healthy patients. You should make more money. Yeah, you know what? None of your patients have fucking cancer because you're doing a good job preventing these fucking illnesses for these people. You only go... The dentist gets paid 
by like per procedure. Yeah. He's not getting paid to keep your fucking teeth clean. He's only getting paid to fix the fucking problems you have. You know what I mean? Don't get me started on the fucking dentist every time I go there. I wouldn't I've been to the dentist in like twelve years. Don't go. Oh fuck. Unless your tooth hurts. Even then. I need benefits first. (laughs) Fuck. Anyway, so you have uh, Nazi Germany Nazi Germany pharmacists. IG Farben split into all these companies. And now you have Bayer, who has bought Monsanto, who each make hundreds of billions of dollars a year. You have gigantic corporations controlling food and healthcare for their own profits, not for the good of humanity. I think, you know what? There's government, right? Government can be good. Obviously, the United States government is way too big and it's pretty much taken over the entire country. But like governments like Canada, we have a public health care system, right? But we still have for-profit pharmacy corporations who make these drugs. Those drugs should be part of the medical system, right? Totally. And they should be about preventative health care, not treatment. All they do is treat you. You go in, they treat you. They give you a pill. They give you chemo. They do it like, oh, I'll give you this. Hope for the best. What causes it? Ah, well, who gives a fuck, man? Just keep taking this and you'll be all right. Or you won't, or you'll die. And that is like the that is the world we live in. It's not a conspiracy. You can anyone can just go search in anything about cancer, and you're going to see a thousands of stories about people dying of cancer. And you're not going to see any mainstream stories about cancer successes cured alternate ways. This this to date is the most depressing podcast I think we've. Most had. depressing, but it's like it's everyone needs to hear. Like totally. Every, like it's the thing because as I said, everyone's affected. I think our fan base is. You know, they, they for the most part, I'm sure they're fucking all over this shit. They're right there. They know. They're probably right there with us because yeah, they, they know. Because everyone, everyone who's listened, everyone who listens to conspiracies, has an event that happened in their life. Are like, well, why is it like that and not like this? And then they go looking, right? And you go looking, like, oh, big pharma controls all of all of the colleges, every single one. They control the studies. They make the drugs. They teach the doctors to use the drugs that they make. They don't teach. The, they don't teach the doctors nutrition. Nutrition is the number one, is the number one thing. What was the guy? Hippocrates. Hippocrates, yeah. Let food be thy medicine. Medicine be thy food. And honestly, if you live by that and you eat really well and you exercise on a regular basis, your chance for cancers are going way the fuck down. Obviously, as we said, cancer is gonna get people because it's just like right now. It's it could be a it could be caused by a bunch of things. There's conspiracies that five G wireless technology. Because it's a very square wave, a very high frequency square wave is not normal radiation, right? Because all all wireless signals is ra- is radiation, Wi-Fi, five G, it's all radiation, and it's different. And then the it's different than the sun, right? Because people just tell you like, oh, the sun is like constant radiation all the time, but like the sun is like a standard spectrum wave. But when you start putting out these really high frequency square waves, there's thousands of studies, actually thousands, that say these square waves. 5G technology and higher that's coming out next can cause, can cause cancer on like if you're constantly exposed. So I'm trying to go back to a flip phone. I'm doing whatever I can. It's not a bad idea. No, let's get Motorola razors. No, I'm serious. I, I like you look at my eBay, my eBay watch list. I'm looking at a few of them right now. It's just, I'll be honest. It's so nice having this fucking phone at work, being able to Google shit on the fly, look up medications. Oh, that's awesome. No, and I'm not but, saying I'm not saying that is the case, but I'm saying there's a lot of people researching that because we're guinea pigs now right you know what fuck it i'm you know what i'm gonna i'm saying it right now on the podcast so i can be held accountable by you guys and the fans i'm going back to the flip phone nothing wrong with that buddy 
I'm going back to flip Unless phone. Unless iPhone X2 is a flip phone, you're not getting <laughs> Yeah. I'm doing it. Um, uh, what else did I have to say about this? Not pretty much. We pretty much covered it. We got to start wrapping this one up. There's, yeah, drugs, there's drugs that cause cancer, right? There's a fucking cancer drug called tamoxifen, which is a breast cancer drug, and it's a group one carcinogen. The drug itself causes cancer, and they give it to people with breast cancer. This is one of many. Go look it up. That it's a list. It's an endless list of bullshit. Number one thing should be health, like nutrition and health and exercise should be your number one go to. Not just slap a drug on it and be like, ah, oh, you'll be all right. Well, let's slap a drug on these fucking people that have absolutely zero quality of life. Yeah, and let's let them just rot and be a shell of what they were. You know, for what reason? Well, that's part of the conspiracy is like you take you take advantage of your working poor, the people who are working just to make ends meet and they can't quite, they can never get ahead, right? You can never get ahead. So these giant corporations, they take advantage of that, man. That's You guarantee in these guys' boardrooms when they're deciding their marketing plan for the drugs, like, oh, who do you market these drugs to? Not well-educated, highly active, highly, like, you know, like high medical knowledge people. You don't. You fucking market it to people who sit at home, watch TV. They work like a shit job. They don't exercise because they don't because well, they're depressed. We're in, they eat shit food because the they don't have money. Commercials on TV, yeah, right. You're watching shitty soaps or something like that. You're stuck. You have a sick day from work, and you watch your fucking shitty day t- daytime TV. Seventy five percent of it is fucking ads for pharmaceuticals. And yeah, and then you watch one of those drugs, one of those pharmaceutical pharmaceutical drug uh, advertisements, and at the end it's like may cause heart disease, liver failure, as fast as they can. Like fucking forty five symptoms, and the last one's death. Like an auctioneer, like, death, death. You're like. Death? Motherfucking death is the side effect of this thing? Are you kidding me? And it always says, and this is like, this is part of the, the documentary Truth About Cancer. They always say like, oh, ask your doctor if you're experiencing this and this. So they're like, and then you go to your doctor, right? And you're like, oh, I heard about this drug, such and such. It's for, uh, it's for insomnia. And they're like, oh, do you have insomnia? Do you, can't, are you have trouble sleeping? Like, well, yes. Yeah. So like, okay, well, I guess we can try it. Literally, you know, that doctor has gone on a fucking conference with that company who made that drug. And they're like, if you sell that drug, you're going to get $40 a bottle. So you're selling $1,000. You know, you're, you're putting out $100 a month for that drug. But you're also putting $100 a month for 1,000 other drugs you're making. You double your salary. It's fucking crazy. The truth about cancer, the truth about chemotherapy, the truth about big pharmaceutical drugs is insane. And I got to end on a little more positive note. Healthcare in general is good. The invention of a lot, like especially trauma, like you get in a fucking accident and you break your femur and you're bleeding internally, you want to go to the fucking hospital and you want that doctor to operate on you and try and fix it because that is modern medicine at its finest. Like oh, fixing people who are hurt, right? Emerge docs are in a different category. Yeah, These guys fixing people who are fucking, fucking hurt. They're not pushing fucking meds on people. No, they're, they're saving. They're lives. healing you. They're fixing you and trying to do the best to save you. And yeah, yeah, they have to use painkiller sometimes here and there. That's part of it, and that's all good. But it's the drugs that they get you hooked on for life that you have that you really have no control of because they're, they're feeding you like, oh, trust your doctor, trust your doctor. He's been in school for 10 years. Trust your doctor, take these pills, take that pill, take that pill, you'll be all right. Master of puppets, man. It's insane. Master of puppets. And yeah, the doctors have to be better. And there's a lot of doctors that are probably starting to realize, like, listen, healthcare spending is on an upward trend that's unimaginable. I remember there's a guy on Joe Rogan's podcast, he said by 2040, the entire GDP. Or the ty- entire spendable GDP of the United States will be spent on healthcare. That's Chris Kresser. Chris Kresser, that's right. Yeah, 
The entire GDP. Um, it's fucking, what is it? It's, I think it's 70% of the North American population over the age of 65 take six, six different medications a day. It's insane. It's fucking crazy. It's like eating that shit like M&M's, man. And most of those pharmaceutical drugs are based on some type of plant derivative. And I'm not saying plant, deriv- plant derivatives like her- like homeopathic or anything. That- is that the way to go? I don't know, personally. But go- We're not doctors. Do your own research because it's insane when you go to the doctor and they just fucking give you pills. Give you a pill. Whatever you got. Give a pill. Give a pill. Keep coming back. Well, keep refilling your prescription every few months. No big deal. It's fucking bananas, man. It's crazy. So yeah, this is a topic that uh, I would love to get someone on who really knows, who's really gone down the rabbit hole of the conspiracy and why it's like that. Because you know these fucking big pharmaceutical companies are spending billions of dollars a year lobbying governments around the world to make sure that some of these alternative health cares aren't approved. Not saying the alternative health care is going to cure 100%, but it's going to be better in 4%, 4 to 8% survival rate, I think, for cancer. You can only hope. You can only hope. This, 70 years, it's just going, cancer deaths are going up and up. So obviously the treatment is not working. Something's not working. Well, Something's not right, man. And that's, unfortunately, that's a conspiracy. They don't want it to work because humans, human beings are a business and their business for us is our sickness. And when we're sick, you make them a lot of fucking money, man. They want it to work long enough to keep you alive. They, they want to suck you for a while. And more and more and more fucking treatments until you're fucking bald and pale and skinny and fucking decrepit and then they let you go and what they do is they lobby governments to saying like okay if uh, you approve this tech if you approve this and this the economy is going to shrink by five percent because we have so many jobs in this field right in the medical field big pharmaceutical and all that's all just think about all the sales jobs all the distribution jobs all the shit that's built into big pharma now it's like they have the economy by the balls like we are one of the biggest industries in the world if we shrink, the economy collapses because that's capitalism. Like, if the economy shrinks, all of a sudden people pull all their money out of the stock markets, out of the banks, and the whole thing just shrivels up and explodes in like one day. Yeah, we got to end it. We're all getting fucking depressed here. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's a sad topic. Sad topic, but it's everyone go look it up. Go do your own research. Yeah. It's just sad because it's real. It's super this real, is man. It's fucking real. <laughs> Everyone's affected by it. Some more than others, but everyone knows someone who's been affected by big pharma in some way. Preventative medicine is the way of the future. It has to be, or we're all fucked, really. Preventative medicine, healthcare, have to be on board with nutrition and, and exercise, or like we're fucked, really. We're fucked. Really? Everyone's fucked. We're fucked. One, like, yeah. st- statistically speaking, one of us on this podcast right now will die of cancer. Maybe wow, not, yeah. not right wow. away, but when, we'll probably when we're older, one of us probably will. Unless we like, obviously, I've I've changed my diet like big time in the last couple of years, massive. I've, my sugar intake's like down like ninety percent well, probably. It'd be interesting to see because I've probably been eating the healthiest out of the three of us probably for the longest time, right? And yeah. probably will continue to. But I have the most cancer in my family. Like yeah. I have a staggering. Oh, that's amount not of cancer that's not family. true. Every I I don't have an uncle or grandpa that's like lived past seventy. Yeah, but okay. So in my immediate family, I got. Grandma, grandpa, fucking 14-year-old cousin, mother, auntie, uncle. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, and that's just my immediate, like, that's my, but, so. 
I was going to say this, the genetics, like your genetics well, can be changed. Well, but that's the thing I'm saying like that. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, whereas I've been eating been healthy, right taking things. care of my body. So is it hereditary or is it lifestyle? Like that's what I'm interested to see. Well, I, I think it's still, there's no black and white either way. I think there is genetic, you know, there's genetic well, can cancer, be, right? Can you be genetically predisposed to these types I think of cells, can, right? You probably, I'm sure there's probably like a, a rhythm to do it. Like, <laughs> You could you're tune into case file yeah. seven thousand and fifty <laughs> to find out when we're all seventy five years old and yeah. uh, we'll find out who hopefully, is still kicking. Ho- hopefully, we get that far. We're gonna get that far, buddy. I hope so. Anyways, uh, what else do we have to talk about here, Brain? You got a? Uh, oh, I swept this one up, boys. It's, yeah, I got to fucking it's late eat for me. and shave and go to bed. I got to work in the morning. Oh, I wanted to give a shout out to our patrons. Just oh, do it. Okay, no, do a do quick, quick shout out to do them. a quick bullshit here because I gotta pull them up. Yeah. What am I doing? Yeah, just talk about something for one second. Um. Oh, put me <laughs> on the spot. I don't know. Talk. Uh, what are we gonna talk about? If you didn't watch uh, the Royal Rumble, go watch it. It was awesome. Yeah, it was alright. It was good. The women's rumble was fucking phenomenal. I was I was pretty surprised. I was super surprised how good it was. The Universal Championship match sucked balls. It did. It was really bad. It was horrible. Except for the fucking bumps Braun and Lesnar were taking. They were actually beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. Lesnar straight up got mad and punched him. Right in the face. And then Lesnar or uh, Strowman first kneed him in the head. Yeah. And then Lesnar punched him in the head. And then Strowman like did a heavy clothesline on him later on. It's fucking awesome. Right on. All right. So we got uh <laughs> Right on. Right on. Fuck you, wrestling. Fuck wrestling, you bunch nerds. of losers. <laughs> Fucking nerds. I got nothing I got nothing wrong with wrestling. I just don't follow it because uh I got better things to do, I guess. No, we we got uh Eat we, kale. <laughs> eat straight kale every day and make sure I go for four hours of exercise every day. Don't eat any sugar. Don't fuck around. Anyways, we got uh we got so many Patreon supporters now that this will be the last time I read everyone. So everyone who's supported and you've had your name read a few times, we appreciate forever. Appreciate you forever. But honestly, it just gets so fucking long at the end here. So this will be the last time I read everyone altogether. And from now on, I'll read the new ones. And every once in a while, I'll go back and read some old ones. So our top tier supporters, Jesse Doyle, Kyle Jones, Graham Ashcroft, and Drew Baca supporting the show. They are our certified alien theorists. And we've had one of them on for a case file. You guys answer the Patreon messages. I've been trying to get a hold of these guys to come on, but maybe there's uh, maybe they're technology uh, illiterate and they don't know how to work it. But get on there, message us back. We'll we'll set some up. Next tier: Adam Fairfield, Justin Reeser, Christopher Stutz, and Johnny Coon. You've been declined a couple months in a row, but we still love you. You said you had a fucking bad visa, but get back on it. And then uh, Ron Pond approved. Tyler Gepford, Shelly Maddock, Chris Spilani? I think so. Nathan Hickey, Angela Lombardo, Jake Rogu, Rogau, Chris, <laughs> Chris Laib, Ryan Velardo, James Shepard, Corey, Jordan Corey Hines, Zach Dissinger, Kane Barrett, Ray Dizzle, Chris, Ala- Chris Ayala, Elaine Tremblay, Joel Dunham, Taylor Schmidt, Cole Berry. Cole Berry. Yeah. Yeah. Cole Berry. Yeah. Mike Rutledge. 
Mr. Conspiracy. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah that that the, song the, fucking rips. The, cre- the creator of Mr. Conspiracy's uh, theme song. Hell yeah. And the $5 reward, which gets you early access to every case file and all bonus content. If everyone donated $5 a month, we would be traveling around to all your cities hanging out with you. But until then, uh, we're stuck up here in Kelowna and we'll be in Pasadena, but that's about it. Uh, Marlene Ramirez, Austin Nieves, Dynamite Laffer, Aaron Kelly, Christopher Langley, Forrest Moffat, Turd Ferguson. That's great. Turd Ferguson? <laughs> oh, yeah. R- Ryan Morgan, <laughs> Corrine Crichton, Mel Sabol, Tyler Gillum, Cody Thibault, Jess, Jesse Adkins, just Hez. Nice. Mandy Norton, Tiffany Donahue, Audrey Nadio, Jeffrey Wilkinson, Sean Smith, Josh Hilton, Alexander Fuentes, Gabriella Wertherspoon, AJ Rothert, Mike Lupe, Sterling. I love, I love the people just put one name. Sterling, it's like Slash. Gary Smith, Emily Tooley, Alex Richmond, Emily Scordao, what? Scordato, Jeremiah Parrish, Aria Abrego, Marana Medina, Catherine Murdoch, Blake Edward, Dan Mansbridge, Scary Canary, Stephen Fallon, Allison Abril, Mer- Miranda Pelicano, Brock Masters, Colin Malone, Aaron Amador, Kyle Jones. Whoo! That's a lot of fucking names. We appreciate every single one of you motherfuckers. And uh, $1 reward gets you early access to every case file. Our SoCal Chorus, Ron Pondent, Tyler Weiss, John Paul, Christy Villardo, Zane B, Cody Reinerson, Justin Arnez, Nolan Hansen, Stephen Scott, Jennifer Morris, Dale Peters, Sabrina Moon. Sabrina Moon, we know you're from California. You better be going to AlienCon. Alex K, Will Desrochers, John Trump, Madison Elliott, and Linda Clark still has no reward on her name. Linda, get your shit together. Get up to $1 reward. For all you Patreons, we appreciate appreciate the fuck out of all you. Yeah, Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, we're not going to read any five-star reviews today. We do have some to read, but we will save them for the next one. And as always, keep those eyes on the skies. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs>